Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tell me his name again. Thanos. He's a plague, Tony. He invades planets. He takes what he wants. He wipes out half the population. He sent Loki. The attack on New York. That's him. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, oh, love it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hey, what is happening, everybody? Today is Tuesday, May 2nd, 2000. Nope, fuck, May 1st. The 1st of May. God damn it, May 1st. 2015. 2018. <laughs> this is episode number the 40th. 422 of the Pages.com podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Was your taco visually full? <laughs> Jose Guzman. Just flew into town, and boy, my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Harris. DMX knows five words and they're all great. <laughs> and three of them are ARF. Uh, I don't know this week. We've also got uh, Mr. John Michael Dugan. I couldn't narrow down to one Infinity War quote, so insert whatever quote you'd like here. Solid. And fresh off the boat, Mahoney's here. What's up, sir? The quote I will insert is that we're here to take names, kick names, and take ass. I fucked <laughs> it up. <laughs> He is precious. I've been gone for now. Too long. Remember, gentlemen, Kelly and Jose have not seen the movie. Well, I could not remember that because I've never been told that. <laughs> it already came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to be talking Avengers. Uh, what are they even doing here? They're going to be on for long. <laughs> They're here. Yeah, we're going we're to take care of business and then we're going to leave. I yeah. have to be a judge, dog. Yeah, so uh, to please them booties might be a bit of a short one this week. That's all right, because I'm so fucking tired. I think I might still be emotionally exhausted from Infinity War, and it may be affecting me many days later. I don't know. Hard to say. Did you take? Hey, 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 save it. Did you take (laughs) your adolescent daughter to see Infinity War at like twelve o'clock at night? I took her. I went Thursday with the lady. And I told Zoe, like, hey, we'll go over the weekend. It'll be fine. Um, some, like, kind of last-minute dinner plans came up. And she's like, but we're going to go see Avengers. And I'm like, okay, we can go. But, like, it'd be like a 9 o'clock show. 
and you got school tomorrow. You're not going to bitch out. He's like, no. Great. <laughs> so we rolled in from the theater. Like, we got home at like 1245. I wake up, I think it was Monday morning, and I'm looking at my Twitter feed. And this was like 10 o'clock in the morning, because that's how I roll. And I'm seeing tweets about, you know, me and the young one went and saw Infinity War eight hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing the math <laughs> in my head. Warrior. Like, what the fuck? Kid's a goddamn champion. And I, I made notes. Like, as we're in the theater... I may notice what takes. I've never been prouder of her. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk. Save it. Yeah, for one, her take. Save it! <laughs> Save her it! Crowd, her crowd management. This is not a spoiler of the movie Did she take someone's phone? <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. So we sit down. <laughs> and right, we, we kind of get there. Uh, the trailers are playing. You know, we're, we're rushing after this dinner thing. We find a spot, and there's like this... Row behind us, real full, and they're just fucking yakking, just yakking like like not even like trying to be quiet about it, which is the shittiest thing a person can do. But it's during the trailers, so fine, you know whatever. I look over, I'm like, look, man, if they, if they keep this up, we'll move, okay? She's like, okay, okay, okay. And like the movie starts, and like they're just talking over five people between two people, like just having full on fucking conversations, like, and they're just. I'm I'm just getting hot under the collar and just hotter and hotter. But I'm like I'm here with my kid. I can't make a fucking scene with my kid. I don't want her to see this side of me. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, do we need? Do you want to move? She's like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And this goes on for about 20 minutes. And one of the guys goes, oh man, Thanos, you trash. And Zoe popped her little head up, turns around, and says, and I quote, because I wrote it down. Right now, you're being trash. Park it, shut up, and let us and watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. I said, kid, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta move like five rows back, and it was fine. But she got so fucking hot. She was done with it. <laughs> Park it, shut up, and let us watch the movie. Right now, you're being trash. <laughs> That's amazing. You're the one who is trash. Uh, I'm like, all right, you did good. She's like, she's like, Am I in trouble? Like in trouble? You're a goddamn hero. <laughs> You're not in trouble. <laughs> Let me tell you the story of one day that your dad took a man's cell phone. <laughs> yeah, I told that story to Nicole again. And I'm like, I don't think that shit would fly today. <laughs> it was a different time. Oh God, you're gonna get stand your grounded. Yeah, no, we're not. No, we not fly today. It was a simpler time. I mean, it really wasn't that much of a different time, Lee. <laughs> it was like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was um. But during the Wolverine, whenever the fuck that was. Oh, the giant CGI sword monster. Yeah. 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 I people were getting shot up a lot less then. I mean, and, at least like maybe relatively so. And, and the ninjas who came specifically to shoot a bear with an arrow. <laughs> yes. The ninjas who poisoned <laughs> that bear so that Wolverine would go to Japan, of course. Yeah. <laughs> makes perfect sense. But yeah, before we get into Avengers Top, because yeah, Jose and Kelly have not seen it. Um, nope. We got to get down to business. And talk about some motherfucking football. That's right. Very important. Super important business. We had two matchups planned for tonight, but we're going to postpone Lee versus Tito because Tito had some shit come up at the last minute. Yeah, real convenient last minute. I would, I, I'm happy to be Tito and argue <laughs> for his team. 
I didn't get verbal confirmation from Tito that that's okay with him. Can we do it anyways and just see how it could have went? Yeah. <laughs> no, because that's going to give Lee uh, an advantage because it's like a, a, a practice game. But yeah, what but if Lee loses? So has a disadvantage <laughs> for Lee because it's me arguing Tito's team instead of Tito. <laughs> hey, Tito man. Would have an advantage too because he gets to hear Lee's defense. Right. Right. Yeah, not having that. Not having that. We're going to keep this all above board. Because if anything, Tito has the more advantage because Lee's going to give his hand away. Mahoney's just pulling shit out of his ass. <laughs> That's right. Speaking Plus. of ass, uh, Taskmaster learned how to play off, uh, play the brown note and make Lee's team shit themselves. <laughs> oh. Don't you worry. That was definitely going to be a tactic. <laughs> don't, uh, don't you worry. Yeah, Lee's team doesn't football even football They barely won. Oh, God. You know what's funny with Mahoney's favorite uh, actual fantasy football or basketball tactic is I'm researching my matchup this week, and Blue Beetle's costume, his his whole armor actually keeps it so that he doesn't have to shit. Shit powered. Yeah, it it like his suit helps his metabolism, or it disposes of the waste so he doesn't have to use the bathroom. He's like well, his own compost pile. Yeah. That is. That is an absolute nightmare. I hope I never have to face it. Your villain makes you poop your pants. That is a godsend. <laughs> Although I will tell you, I don't give a shit if your space armor can help you handle your your uh, diarrhea because Microbe will just keep it coming until your space armor taps out. He's like, <laughs> nope, I'm done. I am done. Just, just a runny pool in the bottom of your space boots. <laughs> Like, when Blue Beetle goes to catch a pass and his armor just leaves, he says, fuck this. Fuck this. I am Not out. Not what I signed up that's, for. That's when I you'll know that the game is over. So much shit. This is more. Well, the, the armor kind of responds to when he's in trouble. So I think if he kept shitting himself, the armor wouldn't leave. The armor would be like, oh, I got I to gotta help this dude. He's At least that's my shit. understanding. Guys, I have a uh, breaking political news. Oh shit! Oh, uh, news is breaking right now that in the Knox County mayoral Republican primary, <laughs> uh, Glenn Jacobs, best known as WWE Superstar Kane, is in fact the Republican candidate. Oh my god! <laughs> with fourteen thousand six hundred and thirty-three votes at a percentage of thirty-six percent. Well, there you go. And uh, Kane's going to be mayor, y'all, because the, uh, the Democratic uh, primary winner only got 4,258 votes. Oh, so I, you like I, could, I could get 4,000 votes. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Kane, Kane's going to be mayor. These are weird fucking times. <laughs> These are weird goddamn times. Jose, do me a favor. T tap the top of your microphone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> talk talk closer to it. I was thinking for a second that it might be your laptop microphone. Put it in your mouth. Work it like a wiener. Put it right up in there. Give me five. Damn. Yeah. All right. So our, our, our one matchup we do have this week is our good buddy Juggalo John, his Emerald Animals, and that's uh, the aforementioned Blue Beetle, uh, Guy Gardner, the Green Lantern, and Beast Boy, whose real name nobody knows. So it doesn't matter. Um, actually, you know what? I think I do know that one. It's uh, 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 it's Garfield Logan. Hey, you got it. No, yeah. no, no, no. That's not correct. It's Beastie Oboyo. 
<laughs> he went to school with a ricochet. I <laughs> ricochet. Uh, take it on Niza's Gotham Road. Uh, Batman, The Flash, uh, the Barry Allen version, and a, another Green Lantern. Uh, but this one's a black guy, John Stewart. So. Hell yeah. Tough. Tough, tough breaks. In a coin John. flip between Green Lanterns, I always go with the black guy. I, the moment I saw that Nyes picked that Green Lantern, I said, oh, I know what this was for. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. All right, so uh, John did email in because he's not a fucking savage. Um, yeah, but I, I have to go first because. Invoking Vetter's Law. The Vetter's Law. I have to go first, exactly. All right, you ready? What you got? What you got? All right. The Emerald Animals are a team of junior varsity second stringers, while the Gotham Rogues are the varsity starting lineup, first first and foremost. Blue Beetle's the standout of the Emerald Animals, and he isn't even green, so what does that tell you? <laughs> his power set's the most diverse and creates the most problems for my team, but his strength is that he he draws his power from the scarab is also his greatest weakness in that it's sentient and can take control of Jaime uh, and also it gets an increasing urge to kill when it's sentient. So that's uh if that's not unsportsmanlike conduct I don't know what is. <laughs> so you got a you got a sentient scarab on you that just wants to murder the other team. That's not very good. Uh, Guy Gardner uh, was positioned as the Emerald Animals quarterback uh, in our last matchup that we listened to because of his football experience at the University of Michigan. But what position did Guy Gardner play? Did he play quarterback at the University of Michigan? Because just because you're an athlete and you play football doesn't mean you're ready to lead a team. I mean, that is the logic we've been applying every game so far, but okay. Uh, he's mostly matched, obviously, with Jon Stewart because they're both Green Lanterns in regards to powers, but also in regards to his weaknesses. As the Blue Beetle Scarab can cause Green Lanterns super migraines and the urge to kill. So not only is oh, Blue Beetle causing my Green Lantern uh, a headache and <laughs> the urge to kill, but he's <laughs> causing it to his own teammate as well. I just think that's poor planning on Juggalo John's part when putting Guy and Jaime on the same team. Uh, lastly, in regards to Guy, from a long career of superheroism, Guy Gardner has a history of concussions and exhibits signs of CTE. Any hard hit on the field, and the officials are pulling him from the game for con concussion po protocol. Concussion protocol. Uh, next up, Ew. Beast Boy. Uh, his Beast Boy strategy last game last last round was one of the is some of the most creative shit that we've heard this entire season but that ability to quickly change between animals comes into question once i learned that beast boy's transformations can be interrupted when getting hit so whether it's a simple block or batarang after batarang beast boy is attempting to transform and getting stopped nine times out of ten Another thing that affects his transformations is sneezing. He's unable to control his shape-shifting okay. every time he sneezes. So a bat smoke bomb filled with sneezing powder takes Beast Boy's abilities out of the equation. So in regards to the Gotham Rogues, Jon Stewart is mostly matched with Guy Gardner, and both my Green Lantern and my Flash are susceptible to Blue Beetle's powers. 
but that doesn't account for Batman, the most ruthless player coach in this entire league. Blue Beetle can't match Batman's martial arts training, stealth, marksmanship, intellect, tactical analysis, or intimidation factor. Batman is considered the second greatest escape artist in the DC Universe after Mr. Mir- Mr. Miracle, allowing him to quarterback sneak and evade tackles for every first down. His ability to draw up plays increases after every down, learning the way the other team plays while also bringing a contingency plan for each opponent. But his crown jewel, his annexation of Puerto Rico, if you will, <laughs> that he keeps in his back pocket in case of emergency, is called The Proposal. This play involves a sim- simple fake handoff to John Stewart. But not only does Batman keep the ball, but John Stewart passes his power ring to Batman, who has the will to operate a Green Lantern ring, leaving the opposing team on their heels as Green Lantern Batman plows through their defenses and later their mothers. <laughs> oh. All right. Okay. What uh, Juggalo John in the chat says, battering would be roughing. Yeah, I, I, you lost me when you were talking about throwing batterings at people. I think well, that, he has them on him. We've we long yeah, said you can have them on them and use them, but you can't hit somebody with them. But Blue Beetle's allowed to use his blasters, not to hit people. We yeah yeah we determined that last game. Yeah, it's basically a stiff arm. You're allowed to use what you came to the game with. So, yeah. as long as you're not going like to maim or kill, it's right, fine. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow that one. For sure. All right. Solid. The, Batman the, the, can't the, really control a Green Lantern ring. Sure he can. When? <laughs> I swear to God, I've seen that. Uh, there is I've a cover. A yellow Lantern. Yes, the Yellow Lantern he's done, lantern. and there's a. There's an Elseworlds where he did it, and there's a cover of an issue of Green Lantern in where he my, did it. In my he research. Used it, he used it in the Batman, uh, the animated series. In my research, one of Batman's strengths is his will. And because of that, it said that he has been able to wield a Green Lantern ring. I don't oh. know. I think he used it once, and it overpowered him. Once is all you need. That's why you saved the proposal for the last play, the Hail Mary. So it's an all or nothing. In other words, I learned. All right. Well, it's it's in his back pocket. It's it's a emergency play. All right, let's do it. All. Let's just got too far. Let's see what John's got to say. He he missed right off the bat. John writes in. He says, "This matchup is insane. And the stats, powers, and abilities makes this a game of inches." Both teams are going to be pushing the other to their limits. My feeling is that this match will come down to the few plans and tricks that each team can pull off. So again, I'm going to paint a picture of these plays. Try my best to take on a team with Batman on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll start with defense. I feel like this is where I'm going to need to state my case best. Guys, we're looking at the replay of Gotham Rogue's first matchup. Flash seems to be the most unknown. The last match with reverse Flash was to equal to... Oh, fuck. Flash seems to be the most unknown. The last match with a verse Flash was too equal to get a good gauge of Barry on the field. The guy's plan is to focus more on Batman's throws. You don't need to be faster than a bullet, 
just the finger pulling the trigger. Blue Beetle Scarab is a supercomputer AI grafted to his spine. Guy has Jaime Cackley, the arc of Batman's passes, uh, his ability to know the point on the field the ball is going to get. Uh, Jamie can either get the ball in the air before it even gets down to flash or be at the same spot the ball is going to be and hit Barry at the exact moment the ball comes down and Barry touches it. So that's tricky. Okay. All right. All right, all right. I'm just thinking. That's a whole lot of coordination and the time it takes to throw a ball, but all right. All right another play guys come up with using a very unused ability of Beast Boy. Garfield has the ability to morph into any person. The only problem is that Beast Boy can only turn into an all-green copy of them. So unless you're turning into a Hulk or, say, someone wearing the green armor of a power ring, it'd be completely pointless. So here's the play. Guy and Jaime put on the pressure to, to Batman and John Stewart, making sure that Bat- the Stewart keeps his shield up and Batman is forced to make decisions at split-second timing. Guy armors Beast Boy and the Green, Light- green Lantern aura. Then Beast... Boy, Beast Boy flies into position, covering Stewart. Jaime heads for a sack on Batman, and then tricks his blaster to look like a flash of light. That moment, Beast Boy morphs into a copy of John Stewart, being held in the air by Guy. In a quick action, Batman passes the ball to one of the Stewarts. 50-50 shot, Batman has to make. This time, though, with the aura glow and the flash of light, Batman picks wrong, and the ball goes to Beast Boy. This is a one-time trick. After all that time, Batman and Stewart won't fall for it. That's kind of clever. I like that. It's Guy true. They won't. Stewart they wouldn't fall for it. His abilities. Time. Uh, that most of each's strength will be on how well each can support the strengths of their respective teams and less a construct back and forth war. Uh, next play, Jaime calculates that Batman's throw will not be close enough for him to make before the Flash does. That being the case, of Boop, I, I like that he's like writing in potential failures for his team. I like that. Well, yeah, I think I think that's respect. You got to show that you like have it. weaknesses too. And, and I like it. It was like he's not gonna make it before the Flash. That being the case, Boo Beetle heads for the sack. Jaime's boosters give him the speed to clear the distance between him and Bruce. Batman has the skill to get out of the way, but timing is everything. A few things can happen. Either Jaime's fast enough and Bruce can't get out of the way, or he does get out of the way, but leaves him more time for the receiver to be covered. Or he moves in just the right way to make the play. Not every time will my players be able to come out on top of these exchanges, but enough to keep the pressure on. Now, moving on to offense. Yet I lost it. I lost it. Okay, offense. Uh, on the main, one of the main tricks guys worked on to pass the ball to Beast Boy is, in, is to pass the ball to Beast Boy in a cheetah form. Guy then shields Beast Boy in a Green Lantern aura. As Garfield makes his way up the field, the aura flashes with a bright, blinding green light. When the light settles, there are now four green cheetahs, each making a different way up the field. Now there are three constructs hiding which one is the real Beast Boy, similar to a speed mirage. Uh, then Guy hills back and power rockets the ball to a point on the field they agreed on. The real beast boy uh, then at that moment morphs into a gorilla and is right in the right place to grab the ball. Nice. This can be repeated with each time with a smaller animal, rabbits, birds, flies. <laughs> each time a smaller and number of constructs doubles. That's funny. And the entire time beast boys, achoo! Like, like, <laughs> oh, we're going to get all sneezy. <laughs> Next play, guys, fall back again to the ball. Blue Beetle has his intended receiver. Guy lets loose in the ball housed inside a rocket, a construct rocket. Fuck yeah. Uh, the pass is straight and heading right for him. However, the flash has run up and is now fully covering Jaime. But the last minute, Guy turns the rocket in mid-flight to head to Beast Boy. Using the Green Lantern ring as how he was propelling it down the field. He can pull that ball to any point in the arena that he wants. Solid logic. That's a good use of the Green Lantern ring. Very good use of the Green Lantern. That's solid. Solid. 
Another idea is to get an edge. Uh, to get an edge is that guy throws the ball to Beast Boy, who in turn morphs into a reticulated python. As he falls, the ball is wrapped fully in his body. When he hits the field, Beast Boy starts to crawl to the end zone. Garfield gets 10 yards before John Stewart debates, how do you down something with no knees or limbs for that matter? Uh, ending with Guy gracefully agreeing that if this play is allowed at this one time, that Beast Boy would not turn to snakes again. <laughs> I know I'm stretching on that one. <laughs> I, I like the idea of the official being like, uh, this play will be allowed, and we have all agreed he will not be snakes anymore. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan is very dissatisfied with this. Doc- go. Dr. Manhattan, the Watcher, and Metron just crowded around a replay screen with their hands on their heads like, I don't know what the fuck to do. His knees didn't hit. His knees didn't go down. I mean, I yeah. guess. I, I guess. Yeah, but, but then, like, he doesn't have knees. Four plays later, he turns into a salamander, and they're like, are, are the legs clearly visible? Is this too <laughs> snake? Is he too much snake? <laughs> well, I like it. Solid. All right. Almost wrapped up here. Uh, next play, guys, feel very proud of himself. <laughs> After the last game, the much-debated fake uh, guy plans to do it again. Hyman runs up for the handoff and forms a shield around the ball. Guys back up to headline. Beast Boy up in the sights, giving the, the point right at him for good measure. Guy lets the ball fly down the field, but instead of fading away, the ball is really in Guy's control and throws right into the gorilla hands of Garfield. Uh, finally, Guy's last line of attack plan. Uh, fourth quarter and a most likely tied game with the clock running out. Guy hands the ball off to Garfield in a cheetah form. The ball in his mouth like the neck of an antelope and running at full clip. <laughs> Beast Boy is able to make it the 20-yard line and leaps into the air. Don Stewart tries to, to make the tackle and has Garfield around the back legs. But just at that moment, when the ball is still in his mouth, Beast Boy morphs into an adult blue whale. <laughs> green. 79 feet or 26 yards. Mouth first, Garfield comes right down to the end zone, placing the ball firmly past the goal line. Now, again, these are just my word pictures of what my team can pull off, but by no means will this be a blowout. It'll be a battle of both teams clawing the way up the field. I just feel that my team is equipped with a bigger bag of tricks that will give us a better edge. Good luck, Nyes. XOXO. Juggalo John. He, he's he's really good at this. He's not fucking around. I, I, no. He's not. Like <clears throat> and no no disrespect to some of the other participants, but he's got great strategy, great ideas, and it's also entertaining to listen to. So hitting all the check marks. But the image of the cheetah beast boy like becoming <laughs> a fucking whale with like Don Stewart <laughs> hanging onto his tail at the end is fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's good. I like it. This one's tough. So here's my problem with both teams' approaches. You're both throwing the ball way too much. Both of you. Like, nice. you have the flash. Why are you ever <laughs> throwing the ball to anyone? You I never, I never, flash. I never once talked about throwing the ball. You said you were going to throw the ball with the Green Lantern ring. No, I didn't. I said uh, it's a reverse. It's a handoff. It's, it's a fake. It's a fake okay. handoff where Batman goes to hand off to John Stewart, and instead John Stewart hands the ring off. Well, why are you handing off to anybody but the Flash? Because the Flash can't wear a Green Lantern ring. But who, he doesn't need to. He's the Flash. You right. give him the ball. Yeah. He's done. It's over. He's scored. Yeah, that's that goes without saying. 
Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, if that's not your game plan and you don't say it's your game plan, that doesn't mean it's your game plan. Right, right, right. Because I'm hearing my I'm hearing, flat, my flash to sweat. He's sweating already. The, the entire <laughs> game with rings, but I'm not hearing. I have the flash, and none of you can catch him. Right, because <laughs> that's the game plan. <laughs> The, the, game plan, the game plan. The, like, ga- the game plan. You don't plan need would... to throw a battering filled with pepper because the flash already scored. Flash that, is full not, of pepper, though. That's not always true because uh, Blue Beetle can create a force field that the flash cannot phase through. So the flash is not always the answer. But the flash is on so my team. Was the flash was not the answer to anything. Right, no, because because on a in a three on three football game in a three on three football game, and I have the flash on my team, I'm not going to use the flash at all. He's just going to be on the bench. That that's obviously <laughs> what my plan is. Good call. <laughs> okay, so this force field business. I gotta say, I appreciate the creativity and the word pictures from both contenders for sure. Um, but like to Mahoney's point, like I, there's. John doesn't really make a whole lot of an argument at all on how he's going to counter the Flash. Like, yeah, not much. Like, you know, he kind of. I think it's just you're kind of letting Blue Beetle play defense on that and having. Uh... But you're asking Blue Beetle to do a lot because he's yeah. allowed to be guarding or doing whatever tricks he's doing with Batman at that time. But I mean, you also have them throwing up the. Uh, Multiple animals, the which is a gr- fucking solid thing. I think. Yeah, so you have. Well, like, as long Flash as doesn't know who to go to, or getting hit with a battering, which is legal now. Between the, the the versatility of Beast Boy and then like the 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 kind of amorphous powers of the Scarab and the Lantern Ring, it's, it's a really good combination. But like, I feel like I answered. Well, for yeah, Beast but not Boy. if the Blue Beetle counteracts the Green Lantern. But Blue Beetle can't take out Green Lantern and Flash. Blue Beetle, by just yeah, being on the field, is causing that, both Green Lanterns a migraine headache. Both Green Lanterns, to me, in this competition are, are axed out. Yeah. Because if I would, the Blue Beetle takes out one, he takes out the other. So, I, all right. I would totally agree with that. So Green Lantern, Blue Beetle and Beast Boy versus Flash and Batman. How about Blue Beetle and Beast Boy versus Batman? Like, how how does that matchup even work? I don't know. At football, I think Batman's kind of shit. Yeah, I think he, br- he doesn't really bring much footballing Blue to the Beetle table. Beast Boy would kick the shit out uh, of Batman. Can, can, is, I, can I reread what I listed off as some of Batman's abilities? Martial arts training, so he's super quick and uh, motherfucker. Well, I got martial arts training. Agile, stealth, which is a huge part of football, being no, able. He's not he's walking not around with a box on, on his head. Three, there's only four people on the field. There's yeah, but he's got a fake mustache. They don't know. <laughs> oh shit! Matches Malone? No, but he's got fucking. <laughs> he's got fucking smoke bombs. He can fucking. Uh, what do you call it in Arkham? Where you do an Indian burns? What's that shit in Arkham where you uh, wrap someone up by their legs hanging from a gargoyle? Do that shit. A lot shit. of gargoyles on the yeah, field, are there? Do oh, that. It's. It, <laughs> uh, marksmanship. We're not people up. You guys already got crazy with the rules. 
We're not adding tying people up to it. <laughs> well, yeah, tying people up is that's essentially holding. People, but there's his but tactical feel- analysis and his intimidation factor, two things that are huge in football. Well, yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I feel like he goes down once, and everyone says, "Oh wait, he's beatable." Yeah, but that's better. Like, if you think that, well, I don't think he's afraid of Batman. See, I, I'm with eyes on this one. I think that Batman is a huge advantage. Yeah, if like, you think something else is for for pure quarterbacking alone, like Batman's the, the in a tactical no skill. If you think Batman can be taken down easily in a three on three football game, then Batman should be a non factor in the DC universe as a whole. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't think that. Yeah. No, but I'm he's not able to use all his gadgets, and gadgets are a big part of him. Why isn't Apparently he? Apparently, he is. That's that's the rule that they said. He's a, he he's allowed to come to the field with his whole utility belt. Well, he's also a bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his tactical so, mind, bare minimum, his tactical mind with coming up with plays on the spot would be a yeah. benefit, to, even if he lost his yeah, belt. Yeah. And Beast Boy and Blue Beetle, they're they're essentially fucking kids compared to Batman. Well, and Blue Beetle doesn't even have full control over the armor. Right. Like, half the time he's fighting the armor. That's right. So, and his so, armor's trying to murder everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, but well, I don't know. Like that's legal, though. That's a that's a check in the plus column. Murder is not murder is not legal. So, all right, talk to me about this this interference with the Green Lantern shit. Like, does he have to be like, hey, let's fuck with this Lantern ring, or like, is just being around enough? It's I, as far as my research shows, it's just being around it within proximity to the Scarab, and it's fucking over the Green Lanterns. So, like, and it's giving them such horrible headaches that they want to murder. <laughs> So we got three murderers running around. Murder headaches. I had one of those today. <laughs> they all got murder boners, huh? <laughs> I'm I'm totally comfortable with both Green Lanterns being ineffective, but I do not understand why Nyze's team is sidelining the Flash. They, you say I'm sidelining the Flash. I just no, didn't. you said you were sidelining the Flash. Facetiously. <laughs> no, the Flash is on my team. The Flash's powers are obvious. The fact that I took down every member of John's team, and I've still got a flash. Yeah, but taking the... Uh, oh, you're going to get me started again. It's... The flash is... The flash is tough, because let's say you've got your multiple constructs you you got four cheetahs running down the field whatever the fuck <laughs> ball four goes cheetahs on running down the field just means it takes the flash a quarter of a millisecond longer to be like oh that's the one with the ball yeah exactly so you fucking get there like, oh wait this is not the right one but oh there it is we're good yeah. so so it's a fucking great strategy if we're not fucking with a flash and like all i imagine is a like give him a hundred beast boy constructs running down the field and he runs all the way to the end zone, and then the Flash is standing in the other end zone with the ball. And he's like, "I stole this six minutes ago. I don't know what you've been doing." <laughs> and like, if if the whole if if the the principal defense against the Flash is that Blue Beetle has a shield that the Flash can't face, through. he he can create like a like a invisible woman type dome. That now that's it. That and he has the, to either create a dome that. Is big enough 
that the speed won't be a factor, but then everyone's in the fucking domes. Nobody can get to the end zone. But there, there's also there's a problem with the dome. Not only can the flash not phase through it, but no one inside the dome can get through it either. Exactly. So either that's what he has to do, or he has to have reflexes faster than the flash, but the shield up in his way. Right. Or cast a shield across the entire field, and that's got to be some kind of a fucking... I don't feel like Blue Beetle has better reflexes than Batman. No, I would agree. Well, not if he's having to fight the suit, because that means, like, let's say the suit thinks the best, like, logistically the best option is to cut right. But Blue Beetle lets what he thinks his right emotion is, is to cut left. And now they're fighting over which way he's going. In that time, he could be taken down. I would even give Batman the edge over Blue Beetle when Jaime has full control over the suit, as far as reflexes go. No, they're talking about like legit superhuman reflexes. So maybe not. That might be stretching it. Yeah, but we're also talking Batman, who is the only human on the fucking Justice League. Like, Batman, he might be a human person, but I think when it comes to supers, like, he kind of has the edge even sometimes. Oh, you're not going to get any argument from me on that. But, I don't know. But if you're doing that, that fucking, you know, hand clappy game, where, like, <laughs> you're gonna, like, who's going to slap each other's hands? I think Blue Beetle wins that, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> You think? You think? Or I think you think you might. I think you might win that. I think or, you might win the hand slappy game. Or is Batman just emotionally wrecking him the entire time? <laughs> so from what I'm reading, the Blue Beetle thing should not affect the Green Lanterns anymore because the origin of the Scarab has been retconned in Rebirth and is now magical instead of alien-based. What? the fuck out of here. I think I, I'm choosing to ignore that. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that. Well, even so, Jaime's uh, armor was damaged and was able to hang out with Green Lanterns by the end of the New 52 stuff. Okay. No. Right. I, no. I, blech. Blech, I say. No, that was kind of a long time ago, so we, I think we've got to let that one go. I, think. I mean, when you give me the fact that one of the strengths of when I'm looking through the internet for stats and strengths, and it shows me that one of the strengths is it can fuck up a green lantern and I've got a green lantern. He's got a green lantern. You better believe I'm fucking using that in my argument. God damn it. Whether, <laughs> whether right. or not they right, retconned it 19 times since then. All right, let's call it. I'm going to say I'm going knives. Just, I think they're both great, but John didn't do much to deal with the Flash of it all. The I, Flash and like, and and Batman is, I know these guys are fucking talking about. Batman is a big deal on the team. I uh, feel I'm, like I'm going nice. John with a stronger team takes this whole thing, but this is not the team he takes it with. Yeah, yeah I'm going, John. What you got? Uh, what you got, John Michael? Uh, I'm going nice. The combo of Batman and the Flash. I don't. I, you, they, I, they didn't. He didn't. John didn't do enough to convince me that they could be a conceivable threat as a whole. So, nice all the way. 
But if he wants to just fucking turn into a whale and flop around the whole game, I'm in, I'm in that. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, what you got? I'm going, John. Ooh, all right. I like right. I like the Beast Boy strategies. Boney. It, it's nice all the way. Beast Boy can change into whatever animals he wants. The play's already over. <laughs> uh, Jose. Uh, I don't think the combination of Beast Boy and Blue Beetle, the Green Lanterns to me cancel out. I'm with Mahoney. I don't know about that new bullshit, but. Yeah, even if the Scarab doesn't make them sick, the two of them just offset each other. Yeah, either way. Sure, sure. So so those two, the combo of Batman... I don't know if that's true. I mean, one of them's good at football. One of them's Jon Stewart. Well, one of of them went to the University of Michigan. One of them's black, so... (laughs) No, but really, like, uh, when it comes to Green Lanterns, Guy Gardner is more powerful than Jon Stewart, is what I read. But... Guy Gardner also has a history of fucking concussions, and I didn't get any credit for that information. So that's perfect for a football player. <laughs> I, you mentioned the concussions the first time, and I made a mental note and then forgot to bring it up, but I don't think there's any evidence that any of those refs would pull Guy Gardner if it looked like he had a concussion. If we're going under I like NFL a rules. policy for it, but I don't <laughs> think they're taking him out of that game. They, yeah, we didn't pick the most like emotionally invested referees for this thing. <laughs> I don't know. This actual I mean, fantasy the watcher doesn't interfere. This actual fantasy football yeah, league so does doesn't he, need. Is he even calling? <laughs> I don't think watchers. If calling there's a holding play, can the watcher even call holding? Watcher hasn't <laughs> taken the yellow flag out of his pocket once. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a thing of nachos. Doctor Manhattan just let his dong hang out. Swing yeah. <laughs> Right, so that's it, man. Fucking uh, the, the the creativity behind his plays are nice. Yes, excellent. A plus, yeah. A plus creativity, un- unmatched. If if it came down to, he needed somebody else. Maybe Beast Boy and somebody else, or Blue Beetle and somebody else. But I don't see that combo beating Batman in the Flash. Like I said, they're JV, man. That's it. They're fucking rock solid. Rock goddamn solid, John. But uh but a that, boy. That could have uh, nice been moving on to uh the fucking semifinals. No, yeah. the finals. The, well no 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 the DC the DC finals. Yeah, the DC conference. Final. The conference, conference finals. finals. Yeah. 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 The conference finals. That's that's the word I was looking for. So yeah. Fucking A. That'll like, put me you, in... gang, going to the end. That'll it's gonna be you and me in the finals. I can feel it. Feel my fucking bones. That'll put me up against Shark. And Mama Kent's highlight reel with Superman, Booster Gold, and Flash, Wally West. That's so. that's that's that no joke. Uh oh. That's that's. Oh boy. <laughs> Gonna have to do some research on that one. <laughs> All right, and then we'll do uh, me and Tito next week. Yeah, we'll do me and Tito next week. So that'd be good. So yeah, if you want to check out uh, the standings, where everybody's at, by all means, please do. Go check out at zinc.org slash sports. See all the great shit Zero's put together for us because uh, my boy's goddamn wizard. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks for playing, John. Yeah. yeah uh, he is a worthy adversary. Exactly. You were robbed, John. You were robbed. <clears throat> so, yeah. Let's fucking talk about some goddamn Avengers. Want to take a break? Yeah. Yeah. I'm out. Right.
talking superheroes. Yep, I'm leaving. Yeah. I'm, I'm so just... upset that Nye's won. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> God! This morning, he's leaving. Why? When did I become public enemy number one? Kelly when hates me. When you eliminated microbe gives yep, everyone yep. diarrhea. Mahoney. When you eliminated Snowflame and his cocaine powers. <laughs> Your reign of terror has made you many enemies. You joy stomper. God damn it. God. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Avengers. Because, boy, I haven't needed to talk about Avengers for a number of days now. I got notes. I told you to ooh, DM ooh. me. I want to make a quick movie recommendation before we go. Oh, okay. Please do. Uh, on Hulu, you can watch the uh, 2017 Blade of the Immortal movie directed by Takashi Miike. And, boy, howdy, is that a good time. Yeah? The fucking... uh, you want to watch a lot of cool sword fights? That's the movie for you. Takashi Miike, didn't he do Old Boy? Uh, that's Park Chan Wook. Oh. Uh, Takashi Miike did uh, Audition. Audition. Ichi the Killer. Ah, Ichi the Killer. Oh. Yeah. Which just got a new Blu-ray re-release, which I just bought and is on in the mail. Yeah, I've right seen now. the cover to that DVD. Jose had it. That's all I need to see. Good shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love itchy. Oh, I have never heard of it. That's yeah, so, Jose, if you got Hulu, watch Blade of the Immortal. You will dig the shit out of that movie. He loves itchy. Right. No love for Scratchy, though. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right, cats. Have a lovely night. Right. Go see the guy in the movie. We'll talk next week. I'll see it on Thursday. All right. All right. We'll talk about it again next week. All right. Sounds good. Why not, night, everybody? Bye. Later. Bye. Bye, Jose. Uh, Takes a break. We'll be back in a minute. And it's gonna get real thick, real thick up in here, cause just like Thanos' feelings, just like Thanos' <laughs> thighs. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> Talk in a minute. Bye. Break.
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpages.com, click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out. Ripped.panelsonpages.com. 24-hour limited edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Lee, you, right. call, you Lee totally called it after I went through my whole uh, team spiel, and then John did his, and then uh, Jose was like, "Well, what's the what's the Flash doing?" I was like, hubba, hubba, hubba. and Lee was like, "Oh, he's sweating now." <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn it! Hey, you, you, you squeaked out a win. The Good. Flash is there. He's there. He's always there. Yeah. So man, saw, uh, saw myself on Avengers movie twice, and boy, it is emotionally exhausting. I wish I could have. I wish I could have walked right into uh, another theater as soon as I was leaving it and watch it again. Seriously, I did that numerous times. <laughs> How many times? Uh, only six. Only six. Well, I mean, what are in, you doing with your life, John? Only six in five days. <laughs> <laughs> I went once. I went Thursday night, and then four times Friday, and God then damn. one time Saturday. He spent still- ten hours in the theater watching Infinity War on Friday. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was. I got it. I got to the theater a little bit before. I got like there at like ten forty-five in the morning, and I didn't leave until um, it was like close to midnight, I think. Wow! And then I went. I, then I came home, slept real quick. And went back the next morning at like ten thirty. I remember uh, two thousand twelve. Me and Mary did Dark Knight Rises in IMAX. Avengers and Amazing Spider Man were all still playing in theaters, and we watched them oh, all wow, okay. one after the other. I don't think I could ever get her. I don't think I could get her to do a double feature <laughs> these days. <laughs> we almost did a double feature, but the timing didn't work out. Just because you know we figured, fuck it, we got a babysitter on a Thursday. We will give it a shot. Didn't work out. I wanted to do Black Panther in there again at one point, but I didn't. I I did Black Panther Wednesday night for the eighteenth time, but I didn't go again over the weekend. God bless that boy. Eighteen times seeing Black Panther, you are officially black now. <laughs> yeah, that's my goal. to forever. My, <laughs> my card is in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to hit 20 times with Black Panther, and then MoviePass changed its terms of service, and so now I don't know if I'm going to. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Hopefully, for your sake, hopefully they amend that, because it's hurting people who who are 
You're 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 doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I I know that they're doing it to because apparently the rumor is that people were buying Infinity War tickets with their movie pass and then flipping them. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're doing that, at most you're making fucking fifteen dollars a day. Yeah. So come on, like obviously they're still working out the kinks with this, you know the but the movie pass and or like, but they're still getting paid. So what does it fucking matter? I mean, MoviePass isn't really getting paid. <laughs> I'm, I'll just say that I'm hoping that bare minimum they change it. I would rather have like a cap on how many movies you can see a month, and it doesn't matter what movie. Right. Like I'd rather be like, here's ten movies a month, and then it doesn't matter what movie. I that yeah. would be better for me. But you know, it I is agree. What it is. Like maybe maybe tiered plans or mm-hmm. options. Yeah. But still, like that's a whole other thing. <laughs> it, it sucks. It sucks because yeah. you know the original policy was you can only see a movie once, and then they changed it to where you can see a movie multiple times. And John Michael jumped on that because that's his fucking movie habits. Mm-hmm. So it sucks that they changed it back. But for someone like me, like it, this is this is still an amazing deal. Yeah, the fact I'm still getting my money out right. of it. Like, there's no doubt. It's just not what i got it for but the, anyway the fact that i'm not seeing a movie right now kind of bothers me <laughs> <laughs> well man i fell in love with movie theater hot dogs again that's for damn sure <laughs> so this fucking infinity war guys yeah uh like so good right off the bat xandar doesn't even get to be shown on screen he killed them motherfuckers off screen, and he's already got the inf- the ga- the stone in his gauntlet. On his way to fuck with Thor, he's like, "Let's do this first. But you know, it kind of it makes sense because Thor Ragnarok ends with Than- Thanos' ship showing up, and the movie's already two and a half hours, so you don't really need to show Xandar. And the fact that they don't, it's kind of it, it's it's kind of gross. Like, man, you can't even show half of this entire planet dying. Because shit's gonna get even worse. Yeah, yeah, that and like, and the fact that that's the home planet of the entire Nova Corps, and it's like, <laughs> nah, don't matter. I, I Mahoney, was it you who suggested that they show it in if they make a Nova movie that yeah. they show this scene? Yeah, I want, I want the Thanos showing up and taking that stone to be the opening scene of the Nova movie. Yeah, so, ah, and yeah, what, sure. What, we, we we only have one. Nova Corps member left or like a handful left, something like that? Well, so normally he kills half. Right. Of the population. He killed every one of those dwarfs. Those giant dwarfs. Right. So he doesn't always leave anybody alive. Yeah, but someone might have been off planet at the time. What's the Oh right, it's, right, right, it's right. Richard Ryder? Robbie Ryder? You don't need to have like fifty percent of the Nova Corps alive. You could wipe the whole Nova Corps sure, out. Sure, sure, sure. John C. Riley survived. <laughs> uh, I don't like his chances. John C. R- John C. Riley survived, but his wife and kid did not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like I I'm I'm in the bag with these fucking pig, little movies. I, I like them a lot, but I can I'm objective enough to be like, eh, you know, that could have been a little better with this and that, whatever. I kind of feel like this is a perfect fucking movie. <laughs> like, I, I would agree with you. I can't pick a single fucking nit out of it. I like, can. I can pick a single nit. <laughs> All right, what's your single nit? I'm but curious. I agree with you, except for that single nit. And I posted it on Twitter. I said, Infinity War 
has the absolute worst performance by an actor in an MCU movie. I saw that. I'm curious as to what you think. Peter fucking Dinklage was I mean, terrible. He's just doing Tyrion. No, is that, that Tyrion. like I don't was, watch? That was like drunk Hamlet. That was terrible. It he reminded like a, like, a, like a gruffer Tyrion. It reminded me of his character from Pixels, and he was awful in Pixels. <laughs> he might have been the worst part of Pixels. When he so, was like, my life is my own, but my hands belong to me. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, like, in Pixels is a shitty movie, and he gives <laughs> a shitty cartoony performance. But I never once thought, because of Pixels, like, Peter Dinklage is not a good actor. Because, you know, he's good in Elf. People love him in Game of, in Game of Thrones, but I don't watch Game of Thrones. And, and I knew he was going to be in it. Like, it, not everyone knew Dinklage was, was going to be in it. And I then, had no idea. And then when Thor and Rocket and Groot are like, okay, we got to go we gotta go check out this dwarf, I was like, all right, cool, Dinklage. And then when we got Dinklage, I was like, oh, God, like, maybe he's not a good actor. <laughs> like, <laughs> is he bad on Game of Thrones? Yeah. In, mo- in pretty much every showing I went to, he got a huge reaction when people realized who it was. One person just in one... Th- uh, showing just screamed, it's fucking Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and see, yeah, I was, was excited to see right. him. I almost thought twice, but there was like a wave of reaction. And Nicole's like, Nicole is there one point, and she kind of figures out and goes, That's a fucking midget from Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought he I mean, did a fine job. Uh, Not supposed to say that, but yeah. So broad and clunky and just. He stuck out like a sore thumb. It it bugged the shit out of me. I just I really loved the interaction where he tells Thor he's gonna die. You know, it'll kill him, and Thor's like, "Only if I die." And he's like, "Yes, that's what killing you means." <laughs> mm. But only if I die is a pretty baller fucking line. <laughs> True. <laughs> Thor had so many ballers. Thor was great. Thor might have been the breakout <laughs> star, a uh, uh, second only to Thanos. Yeah. God damn. Th- Thor's like top. Three characters in this movie, for, three or four characters for me. Um, absolutely. And the greatest thing to ever happen to Doctor Strange is this movie. Yeah, I was not expecting quite as much FaceTime with him, but it's like mm-hmm. a Doctor Strange movie almost. I could, I kind of expected it. I was really happy, and it's so weird. Not you know, not to jump to the ending so quickly, but it's so weird because they. The Doctor Strange Tony interactions were r- real harsh to the point where it was almost kind of annoying watching it. And then Doctor Strange is like, you know, if it comes between saving the Time Stone and saving you and fucking Spider Man, you and Spider Man can take a goddamn walk. <laughs> and then they get to the end, and Doctor Strange hands over the Time Stone to save Tony. I'm like, that's a weird. Like, at no point did they ever have an arc where these guys like liked each other. And then I was like, Oh, he saw 14 million possibilities of how this ended. And only one did the heroes win. I get it now. I get yeah, it. Like that's yeah. what I kept, that's what I tried to tell Zoe and Nicole too. Cause like, again, not to jump to the end, but the movie fucking ends and Nicole's like, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I like, I couldn't even get like, I wasn't even getting emotionally invested because I'm like, they're going to fix it. They didn't fucking fix it. 
the shit. There was a woman like three rows behind us that was like sobbing, (laughs) (laughs) sobbing like her mom had just died. It was a really weird energy in the theater when like both times rolled. I saw it. It was like. The fucking air got sucked out of the room. Like, there's but. still that that a little bit of conversation that's going on. Like, I wasn't air sucked out of the room. I was like, that was fucking awesome. So I'm talking to Mary about it a little bit. But I noticed just this hush over the crowd. And, no, like, usually you see at least a dozen people get up to leave. Nobody. Nobody fucking moved. No one. Might have been one or two dudes that really needed to pee, but that was about it. But, yeah, Zoe is fucking like the when it's not with zoe the crawl comes up you know avengers and fainting war and she throws both of her hands up like she's got the spirit (laughs) (laughs) and they just hang there for a second and she just goes what kind of butts make a movie like this (laughs) (laughs) like they don't understand it's gonna be it's gonna be okay she says and again, I wrote this down because it, ca- it tickled me. She goes, I feel like I lost everything in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Crying. Oh, like, that's oh. so great. I love her. How old is but Zoe now? Back. She, this kid's got fucking recall like crazy. I brought her right back. I said, what did Dr. Strange say? Right. What did he say? And she said, he saw 14,605 ways of saying that's I'm like, fucking exactly what he said. Good. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good recall. <laughs> that's the exact number. Good. And then what did he say? He's like, only one where they win? Said, yeah. Why would he do anything but the thing he saw would let him win? <laughs> and he's like, she's, and the, the light kind of goes off on her. She's like, okay. You say so. <laughs> and I'm like, it's going to be fine. It's gonna be but fine. also, like, being balls deep in these movies like we are, we know there's another one coming out in May that doesn't have a title yet. So we we know everything is eventually going to either reset itself or you know they're going to move forward with a new set of Avengers either way. So there isn't that kind of finality for us that there right. would be a little kid that doesn't know what the fuck movie release schedules are. Right. Or some normie that doesn't realize, you know, they've already signed for a Spider-Man sequel. Yeah, Spider-Man comes out yeah. July of next year. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited, though, like, obviously, you know, Black Panther, Spider-Man, they've already got their sequels planned. There's another Guardians movie coming. Obviously, it's not going to start just Rocket. Like, they're clearly coming back, but there's nothing to indicate that they're going to come back, like, the moment they left. Like, does Black Panther come back a year later in the MCU? And, you know, who, like, is Shuri alive? Is Shuri the queen of Wakanda? Like, is Shuri Black Panther? Like, what changes in all of the individual dynamics of these people who are gone? And how long are they gone for, you know? And who doesn't come back? And who doesn't come back? And, like, does Wanda come back? Because I think Wanda's going to be fucking pissed if she comes back. (laughs) She looks pretty happy that she died. (laughs) I feel like, you know, Captain Marvel's going to show up wreck shit and either cap or tony's gonna get the gauntlet snap and put it back yeah but i uh, feel like the snap puts back every everyone that died in the snap but i don't yeah. know what that means for like loki and gamora and vision like the people that didn't die in the snap they might be 
done done. I feel yeah, like I Loki done. Loki is definitely off the board. Vision is a robot, so he could come back at any point. I Gam- I'm fully expecting Vision if you remember and probably none of you do. Uh but the classic Avengers West Coast storyline where the government <laughs> takes the Vision apart and tries to rebuild him and he they like leave out his personality and he just comes back as like this cold robot. Oh I'm yeah. Expecting that. There you go. There you go. Solid. I Ga- like it. Gamora, though, I feel it's a coin flip because uh, what in the comics, don't the people that were killed by the Infinity Gauntlet end up living in the Soul Stone? Yes. Gamora got stuck in there for a while. So, and the, we've already kind of seen baby Gamora in the Soul Stone. Right. Yep. So there's that. Uh, as far as who's going to wield the gauntlet in the comics, didn't Nebula get her hands on the gauntlet? And she's the one that oh, kind of reset everything? You're right. I forgot about that, but you're totally right. That Nebula shit was way fucked up. Oh, man. Seriously. She's I could, great. I could see them giving it to Nebula to fix things, and that's how that she also brings back Gamora yep. in that process. I could also easily see Tony sacrificing himself to get the gauntlet back, but maybe not the one that necessarily wields it. It's it's interesting who's left, because they kind of left us with the original Avengers. You've got Banner, Stark, Cap, uh, Black Widow. Uh, we don't know about Hawkeye. Thor. Uh, Thor. Rocket. Nebula. And I think warm, 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 warm machine. No, war machine. War machine. Yeah. I thought war machine dusted. Did he not dust? Nope. Uh, no, he, he was walking around calling out for Falcon. Okay. Okay. Now and then you also have a Koye and Mbaku. Yeah. Right. Right. So I was also to be pissed if Mbaku disappeared and then the child <laughs> disappeared. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! I'm like, no I, way. I fucking. Love- would have flipped my shit if they got rid of because he could have stayed like he's one that they could like he could stay dead if he's gone like Umbaku I, rules umbagu does rule he's so it, i think it's interesting who they picked to still stay alive and i'm sure it's going to figure into the story uh, oh sure very much but i very much expected tony to die when he got stabbed you know we're all expecting tony to die but i didn't I, because it's not Avengers Four, I like sure. basically. I didn't think Cap or Tony would die in this one, and I also, especially by the time we got to that, wasn't thinking that I had spoiled myself on some stuff, but not everything. But I didn't think they'd die because they didn't have a scene together, and I don't think that they'd kill off either one of them before giving some sure. form of closure on their relationship. I think killing off. Black Panther and Spider-Man specifically, and I guess like the the Guardians, like damn near all the Guardians. It it telegraphed that yeah they're they're resetting this, which we we know they're gonna reset things, yeah. but those two Black Panther and Spider-Man specifically because Spider-Man is the only movie past Avengers four that has a release date. You know they've said that they've signed on for a Black Panther sequel, and a Guardian sequel is supposed to come out in twenty twenty. But we're at a point right now where usually Marvel would have shit mapped out and announced four years from now. For this exact reason. Exactly. Exactly. They don't they haven't revealed the title to Avengers Four. They've barely announced what movies are coming next. 
so that they I wonder. Can... Oh, I just thought. I wonder if they won't reveal the title for Avengers four until the post credits of Ant Man and the Wasp, and it'll say Ant Man and the Wasp will return in Avengers whatever the fourth title is. Maybe, very possibly. Like uh, we've <laughs> been talking. Very upset. There was no Ant Man. She <laughs> loved Ant Man. Let's Paul run. And you know, she was like. Throughout the movie, she'd be like, you, bum, you, you fucking promised me Paul Rudd. I go, one, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Two, like, what the fuck are you going to do here? Like, they, they, they're talking about him, and like, they didn't leave him out. Like, he's, you know, he's kind of in the background somewhere. And so then everybody fucking dies. And, and I'm like, hey, I was like, okay, it's cool. Because Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out in, like, what, two, three months, whatever. It takes place before this. It's going to be super fun and funny. It's going to be a light movie. Good palate cleanser from this. It's going to be fine. And then I kind of wait a minute and I go, but there's also a 50 50 chance he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Did you hit me? <laughs> uh... Yeah. Uh, the ending is great. Like, I saw a couple people, I talked to a couple people about it, and they were kind of like, well, yeah, but the ending's bullshit because we all know it's going to be fucking fixed or whatever. And that's. To me, like that's the bullshit argument, right? Mm. That's like why it's not good because you, yes, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true, but on its own merit, it's a rock solid ending. Like I love, love the balls, yes, of this movie to do that Marvel thing where you've got big action and big heart and big laughs all the way through, and pretty much up until the fucking minute. Thanos snaps his fingers. It's like, oh, it's gonna be cool. Like yeah. Thor's got his crazy god killing hammer. It's gonna be fine. Like, but then in that moment, they yanked the fucking rug out from under millions of people. <laughs> yep. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, guys. Yeah. All right, bravo. <laughs> they even went so far as to say that, you know, it was originally supposed to be Infinity War Part One and Infinity War Part Two. They went so far as to be like, okay, it's not part one and part two anymore. They're completely separate movies. Yeah. Of course yeah. they are. Yeah. Well, the thing, like, I, I walked into it, and my whole thing was going to be, like, I told Nicole on the way to the theater, I'm like, yeah, somebody's going to die, and they're going to be a fucking scroll, and so then just four, Secret Invasion. Nope, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> you fucking got me. <laughs> yeah, of all the things, like, so many theories I had of what would happen at the end of this movie and what would happen in Avengers 4, and not one of them was... I mean, Thanos might just win and kill half the universe. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. The movie's kind of been compared to Empire Strikes Back in that mm, it's totally. it's the it ends on a dark note. But like Empire Strikes Back, not everyone died. Like barely <laughs> anyone died. Like this takes Empire Strikes Back and ups it nine hundred percent to the it's point where, like, it's it's if Darth Vader killed Luke, killed Han, killed Leia. Uh, maimed Lando Calrissian and then the end of it is Darth Vader takes his helmet off and sits down on a rock overlooking a, a glen and then the movie cuts to credits you know it's one and even the credits are mostly silent like a really quiet score into the credits like it's oh when the when the Avengers Infinity War like you know dusts like the oh. and then Thanos will return at the end instead of, <laughs> I like that but no, I love the ending. I love the dark, like just yeah. kind of the down note of the Avengers. And I don't think the fact that you know pretty much, if not everybody is coming back, changes that because it's kind of like, what are the characters in the movie experiencing? Exactly. They're experiencing, 
you know, heartbreak, loss, confusion. And, and that doesn't take a fucking audience, man. Like yeah. I, I've seen it twice. I saw what happened. Like it was it did what it was supposed to do in such a big way. Yeah. And even if you know Black Panther and Spider-Man are coming back, I'm curious to see how they do it. Sure, sure, know? sure. But the, they and, were the only two that kind of took me out of the the moment. See, Spider-Man's like I even if I know he's got a movie on the schedule, his just his death scene was the most effective, I think, because his relationship with Tony and like Tony seemed his biggest fear. And he apologized. Like yeah. he was sorry while he was dying. I'm like, fuck man. They said <laughs> they said today that he improv that whole scene. That's so great. That was such a good moment. He's got chops. Right. So I gotta talk fucking talk about Thanos, man. Because yes. like like I was I think the only thing that I was kind of a little worried about he doesn't look awesome in some of the trailers. Some of the still shots, but he looked fucking amazing on screen. He looked great. And when he kicked the shit out of the Hulk, he beat the Hulk so bad that the Hulk left the world. <laughs> the Hulk was like, nope. Nuh-uh. Not doing it. No! It's like, nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Not doing it. Is he still here? Fuck you. Nah, not coming back. Yeah. Not coming back out. Fuck it. But, like, just, the performance is so good. And, yes. like, and I love the... He's like... He's like a big Hulk size, but he's not doing Hulk shit. Yeah. Like he's just walking around like a dude. Like, like a when he'll, he'll boss. hand another character something that's like normal size, it looks tiny in his giant hands. Like it's just <laughs> a fucking cool effect. His physicality was great. Just how yeah. he moved was great. And like the, just the tiny details, like he's got stubble on his face and on his head. Yeah. yeah. And like a lot has been made of comparisons between this and Justice League. But really, when you look at Thanos and Steppenwolf... Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not look at <laughs> and, I'm and, not going to do that. And he's not, just, he's not just a scenery-chomping, evil, I'm-going-to-take-over-the-world no. bad guy. Look at this uh, macaroni picture and look <laughs> at the uh, Statue of David. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. There's some points in Thanos's plan where you might l- look at Thanos and go, you know, kind of got a point there. <laughs> yeah. The favorite thing about it is that I get the feeling that he doesn't want to do this shit. That's the thing. He doesn't want to do any of this shit because like he knows it's hurting him. Like it's he's he's sacrificing personally to get the shit done. He doesn't want to do it. He feels like he has to. I don't know. He seemed pretty yeah. stoked at the <laughs> end. <laughs> well, he's he happy. Who will? I think he's just happy that it's over. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he wanted to look on a grateful universe. Like he's. I feel like he he feels it's a burden, but he wants to do it in so much as he feels like he's saving the universe. Yeah. But like, but, it, but you know, Gamora and the Soul Stone asked, like, what does right. it cost you? And he says everything. And he said that a bunch of times. Like, when it's like on Titan. It's his because he was the one that saw what was going to happen on Titan. Nobody listened to him and he was right. So he's expanded that to the universe and basically like, I have to do this or the same fate will befall everybody else. But even when he came back to Titan and saw Tony, you know, and he was like, so the ma's dead, huh? He's like, what does he say? He said, this day is extracting a heavy toll. You know what I mean? Like, he, he gives up all this shit not because, like you said, nice. He's a mustache twirling cack and lunatic, but because he's just—he has to do it. Yep. And that's I, so. I do enjoy that. Like, I'm gonna go through all this trouble. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get all these stones. It's gonna give me the power to do anything I want. And there's only enough resources 
for half the universe. So I'm not going to double the resources. I'm going to half the universe. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, if if he's going to double the resources, there's no movie. Like, he's an ass. No, I know, I know. He, he's just, a, he's a like, fucking evil they're asshole. They're trying to make him sympathetic, but it's like, there's lots of other ways to solve this problem <laughs> other than killing half the universe. Well, I mean, that what ties into the fact that he's fucking crazy. So, right, right, right. you know, crazy logic doesn't have to be like. Oh, shit. Thanos is coming. Oh, God. What's his thing? Well, like. He's like, here's a bunch like, of fish. He's got like four pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> when he's gone, you're going to have like eight pizzas. Like, even <laughs> fucking nuts. He, he loves Gamora and he even tortured Gamora. So, right. Yeah, that's oh, all of the Thanos Gamora stuff is some of my favorite stuff of the movie. Thanos Gamora and Thor with the guardians like when he first gets in in the ship which is called the benatar by the way i don't know if you guys oh, noticed no that that's awesome because the milano got fucking destroyed uh so when he first gets in there and him and quill are bantering back and forth and there's the whole, like every one of the guardians has a boner for thor even drax drax might have the biggest boner for thor <laughs> yeah. out of all the guardians how's the, how's the dude still alive this is not a dude. You're a dude. <laughs> this, this is a is man. man. <laughs> and then Thor and Groot and Rocket go off on their own little adventure, and it's just great. It's so natural. It's so natural, and like all the little moments, like I didn't think I would be so jazzed to see like the Tony uh, Strange stuff, and like fucking like little shit, like the the couple of shots where rocket and bucky are fighting together like that's just so fucking cool i feel that was pure like i like i loved it because that was like so fan servicey because people just like the minute that rocket like with the the you know robotic limbs and everything like they were making jokes on the internet back in 2014 and i love that they did that in the movie and I love. Like, oh, I'll get that arm. <laughs> I feel like there were a few memes that the Russo brothers went, "Yeah, yeah, let's include that in our movie." <laughs> I really want awesome facial hair bros to be a thing between Doctor Strange and 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 uh, Iron Man. Uh, and, I don't know if you're gonna get that, bro. <laughs> I highly doubt it, but I would really like it. But no, uh, I the Rocket um, Groot. Uh, Thor stuff was just great, and I this is a, this one moment there perfectly encapsulates one of the reasons I love this movie so much. Rocket giving Thor an eye, like yes, it's that kind of shit that makes sense. They've established why Rocket would have an eye. Like yep. it, I, heard, I saw some people complaining, like oh they undid Ragnarok by giving him an eye. It's like no fuck you. This is the we have we have give we have gotten backstories on these people, stories with these people, and. They're playing with the universe they've set up. Yeah, and if I'm going into battle with a guy with a giant hammer to kill the dude, I want him to have really, yeah. really good depth perception. And there's, yeah. there's in Guardians, there's the scene on Nowhere where he needs the dude's leg, and then there's the whole joke about that. And then yeah. they're preparing for the fight on Xandar, and Rocket says, oh, and I'm going to need this dude's eye, too. So it it... It's very possible that Rocket has multiple mechanical eyes in his body. <laughs> totally. Oh, he, he kept totally. an eye in, uh, in Guardians too, as well. Like in yeah. the scene where where Groot is trying to bring them the fin, right? And he brings them an eye, and he goes away. He's like, no, 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 no. I'll keep that. Leave I'll keep that, that here. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that's not even he the eye. He acquires robot parts. Yeah, because he yeah. says he got the eye on Contraxia, which is the snow planet with all the yellow robot hookers. So oh, that's, that right? that's okay. not even the eye that he gives Thor. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a great way that they're playing with what you know the, these established character it, it just it this movie truly felt like a bunch of you know like streams converging into one yeah. and i loved that you know yeah the the relationship between iron man and spider-man that has been established you know through homecoming and now we see them here we understand where they're coming from like i just i got so geeked out by the littlest moments because it was like you understand why this is happening because you've seen six other movies. There's a lot of the the most criticism I've seen about Infinity War is that if you haven't seen all the other movies, you're not going to know what's going on. Well, fuck you. And yeah, fuck fuck I that that <laughs> yes. That criticism pisses me the hell off because you know what? Yeah, fuck you. If you haven't this is this is the <laughs> frosting. This is what people have been, you know, that the loyal fans that have been going through all these movies. And you know what? Well, I heard one reviewer basically say, you know what? Not all movies are for all people. And I think that that's true. If you don't want to watch all the movies leading up to this, fine, don't. What's funny, But don't though, complain because you don't know what's going yeah, on. Not all movies are for all people, yet this broke all the fucking opening weekend right, records. Like, this <laughs> this movie... If you don't know you what's know, going on, it's your fault. Really. Yeah. 100%. Because... Yeah. You've had like, 10 fucking years to catch up. And, and this movie is different than any other movie that we've ever seen Mm -hmm. in history no other movie has had 18 other movies building up to it and converging these characters so if we're not giving you the character development or introductions that you want out of infinity war then there's 18 other fucking movies you can go watch at home well and if you only did character introductions that would be 90 percent of the movie right, exactly like, here's the here's the all the backstory on the six movies you missed for this character they like, did no they i could just what this conflict but, is they you know, suicide not like there was any shortage of goddamn bullshit internet Articles and videos like here's everything you know about the Infinity War. Here's what's happening. Here's the no, what was that? What was that po- article you posted, nice about here, how did Banner get to Earth? Yes, They're- like fuck that. Like fucking like what on, the hell? On Friday, CBR must have had thirty individual articles on individual plot points in Infinity War because I guess thirty that get. 100 views is better than one that gets 5,000 views. I, yeah, I saw the the thing that finally made me mute Infinity War from all my shit was from, this is several, several weeks ago. And the headline was, and I hate these nonchalant fucking headlines. The headline was, so here's how Spider Man gets outside the bus in Infinity War. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, and that, like, well, fuck you. And mute. <laughs> yeah. And there was block a, this fucking site. There was another one that was, uh, who is Stan Lee's? What what is Stan Lee's cameo in Infinity War? Uh, like, I think that might be the one that made me finally unfollow CBR on Twitter, like completely. Like, I'm done. You're morally bankrupt. And I just, I also felt bad for anyone working for them because this is just thankless, joyless, soulless work. I said at one point, I was like, this is one of the greatest moments in superhero, comic book, geek history. And you're sitting at home forced to write these 
fucking brainless articles about every single little aspect of it. And, like, I feel so bad for them. Here's where I came from. It's like, who is that for? <laughs> Everyone who fucking follows CBR on Twitter has seen Infinity War. Like, like who are you fucking trying to get the scoop on? <laughs> uh, speaking of... There's some uh, guy going, you know, uh, I'm not going to go see no Infinity War. Uh, but I really want to know uh, where Thor's eyeball comes from. Oh, thank God, see if I made an article about it. I ain't got to see the movie no more. I, I really want to read a, a poorly written article about Thor's eyeball. Let's go. <laughs> uh, speaking of character introductions, they did not really introduce the Black Order at all. Like, they didn't even tell you, like, what the fuck they are or who they are or what their names their are. Names. Children and of I, Thanos. That's and, it. And I tell you yeah. what. I kind of loved them. <laughs> yeah. Ebony, yeah. Ebony they were Maw, all great. Ebony, Ebony Maw, Maw specifically awesome. because he had the most screen time and the most interesting character. But even the uh, big dude, um, Call Obsidian. Call Obsidian, the fact that he got his arm ripped off and then he shows up later with a metal arm. And yeah. uh, Proxima Midnight, her fight scenes were amazing. You know, some of the CGI on them was a little iffy, especially up close, but, man, cool shit. Real cool shit. And th they provided cannon fodder for the Avengers to fight whilst Thanos was doing his thing off-world. Right. Yep. And those, uh, those monsters that they let loose on Wakanda that were killing themselves to get through the yeah. uh, force field. Oh, God. And that whole... That whole scene, I Man, freaking just, love. Call uh, the robot. That was great. I love when they're and well, first of all, I love uh, T'Challa, you know, chanting, getting them ready, and then I love T'Challa and uh, Captain America sprinting out ahead of everybody. Yes, <laughs> that was so good. Oh. Like, uh, I'm getting goosebumps, legitimately goosebumps. <laughs> oh, I've seen the damn thing six times. I had so many instances of full-body goosebumps during that yep. movie. Like, at one point, I was like, God damn, chill out, homie. I <laughs> yeah. Can Mary said, like, where's the Hawkeye's family scene in this movie? Where shit kind of chills out. <laughs> it doesn't happen. Yeah, Mary, yeah. Mary was like, I can only get so hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this... No. Oh, they're just the fucking Marvel Studios thing comes across, and I'm like I do the thing I always do the first time. I kind of go, Woo I give a little <laughs> clap, and of course, I... the thing she always does when she looks at me, like God, I let you <laughs> like I, this is Jesus Christ. But like this time, more than any other ones. 40 minutes into it, Nicole's fist pumping and screaming with the rest of us. I'm like, you're no fucking better than me. You're not better than me at all. <laughs> That's the thing that we're just so many just fist pumping moments. Yes. It, it, like one after another, I, from the very beginning, but I just, when it really hit for me, like the first big time was uh, Doctor Strange and Tony Banner and Wong, like, on the street meeting Ebony Ma and Call Obsidian. That whole fight scene, the interactions, I just freaking loved it so uh, much. The, the, the cloak saving him and, like, taking him down the road. Yeah, there were yeah, so many little pieces of that, like Spider-Man showing up in there. I love, like, Ned has one moment, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wait, Doctor Strange's cloak was also great. Just talking yeah. the cloak. Just talking like, about Doctor Strange's cloak. Like, could you imagine seeing this movie without seeing Doctor Strange first? <laughs> um, right. I this love when it wraps itself around Drax. Die blanket of death. <laughs> yeah, that, that was great. Oh, I loved uh, the Iron Man stuff, man. The, the the David Marquez inspired like nano suit is fucking that was cool. So- yeah. That yeah, the moment where he just walks when Banner can't Hulk out and he just walks up in front of it, everybody turns the armor on and it's just it was that moment reminded me so much of Banner turning into Hulk in the first Avengers yeah. movie. Like I just I'm that was really angry. Mm-hmm. And I I even lo- I loved Wong and I loved Wong in the last in <laughs> but I loved Wong. he didn't have he didn't wasn't there a lot but that's the thing I, another thing I loved is we got to see some of the supporting characters from the various movies sure. that makes it feel more complete and it's not just here the you know Avengers the only one yeah. that was really missing was like Craglin he's like the uh, only James Gunn James Gunn has said that Craglin is uh, he's around so. Well, there was also no no spoilers, uh, but he said uh, Craglin is not not there by mistake. Okay, okay. yeah, uh, okay. John Michael, yeah, uh, fucking Valkyrie. Valkyrie and Korg and yes. Meek, and oh. people, I saw so many people like, "Oh, they're fucking dead." Thor specifically says that they murdered half of the event or the Asgardians. I'm of the opinion that Thanos attacked. And he instructed Valkyrie and Korg and them to get people onto, like, I know that that was technically, like, a life raft, but, like, another part of the ship or something and, like, jettison it off. Yeah. And that's where they are because I highly doubt that they're going to have killed, like, characters like that off screen. Not even. Yeah. Yeah, I totally missed the line about him killing half of the Asgardians in the first showing and frankly just completely forgot about Valkyrie and Korg and all of them until like two hours after I saw it I was like where's Korg like what happened to Valkyrie um, but yeah I totally agree with you I'm sure they're flying off through space and I'm not entirely convinced so I think there is a probably a 90% chance that Loki is dead for real but there is a 10% chance that Loki is on one of those ships <laughs> and- you know, one of his illusions to be choked out by Thanos. Like, on one hand, they've done the Loki is dead thing to death, no pun intended, to where, yeah. like, maybe it's time for him to hang it up. But then on the other hand, like, this is his fucking gimmick. <laughs> maybe he shouldn't be dead. Yeah, dead brother, huh? He's been yeah. dead before. <laughs> just their, just his line about, you know, the that you know it'll the sun will shine on them again like i even if he is dead dead they could go route of like how ragnarok was in the comics and then like the asgardians are reborn you know like a sexy teen loki in there because you know they still i mean at this point the only two confirmed like well actually the only confirmed asgardian that's still alive is thor but lady sif's technically out there somewhere as far as we know so like they could have Yes, yeah. but other than that, everybody else is dead. And I have that moment where he, where Thor is going over all the deaths with Rocket. <laughs> like, I really like that moment because you can see Thor trying to like be strong, but he's also crying. Like everybody he loves, pretty much is dead. And Rocket—that that just... was a fantastic moment. And when it when he 
says, you know, are you sure you're up for this? And Thor's like, uh, what else do I have to lose? Like, <laughs> yeah. I cut my eyeball out. My parents are dead. My brother's dead. My best friend's dead. All my people are dead. Uh, why not? Let's go fight Thanos. I love the, the bit with uh, Gamora and Quill and Thor when they're like all just talking about like just their terrible, horrible family shit. And <laughs> yes. like, yeah, sure, you killed a sister, but I had to kill my dad because he yeah. tried to kill the whole universe. <laughs> and I came out of it with both my eyes. Yeah, right. I lose an eye. <laughs> I'm, I'm very interested to watch Ragnarok again with the knowledge of what happens right after they win and Thor's crowned king. Yes. Like, right after that, everything goes to shit. Yeah. Like, Let's start I, calling Quill a dipshit right to his face. <laughs> oh, there, that, the first interaction. On like, Earth, dipshit. <laughs> oh, I love, what master do you serve? What am I supposed to say? Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because Chris Pratt is a real Jesus freak. <laughs> I know, I can't that I love those inner like I I I personally Doctor Strange is one of my f- higher ranked movies in the MCU. I actually really loved that movie. Well, but movie. like I loved Doctor Strange. He was like Doctor Strange, um, Thor, um, Spider Man, Iron Man, probably, and Mantis were like my favorites in this movie. Mantis is just an absolute treasure. I <laughs> was completely indifferent to the doctor strange movie like if i never see the doctor strange movie again i I don't care i will not shed a tear but i thought he was fantastic in infinity war like the greatest thing that ever happened to the character of doctor strange is the russo brothers i rewatched doctor strange the night before seeing infinity war and it's actually a pretty dope movie i mean yeah it's pretty good they're all pretty good but i don't don't ever want to see it again I, I love the fact that they were able to differentiate like the type of assholes Tony and Doctor Strange are because yeah. so many people are like they're the same character I'm like no they're not right. they're similar but like they're just slightly different shades of asshole that can play off of each other well and oh man but yeah no Mantis was definitely one of my favorites from the moment that they're introduced and um. Star Lord says, "Put on your mean faces," and <laughs> yes. you see her in the back, like you know, trying Grr. to put on a mean face. Grr. Yeah, <laughs> and, with the hands. Uh, yes, <laughs> I yeah. I liked her in Volume Two, but I like loved her here. Like she was great, and all of the yeah the the uh, kicking names and taking ass. <laughs> yep. She's just so bouncing good. around the background with that fucked up gravity. oh okay since we're talking about that let's talk about that fight on titan where they all that fight was great where they they constructed a plan that was they didn't really have the the avengers splash page moment in this even that shot from the trailers they didn't even use in the movie but that scene where they're all taking on thanos on titan was some of the best teamwork shit that they did in the entire movie. Yeah, fucking Strange is throwing up the little platforms and Quill's jumping around them and they're throwing bombs and like teleport. Oh, it's so fucking rad. And Mantis the, is the on boom his head. Where he flips off Thanos and jumps and you know, backs into a portal. My favorite, <laughs> though, was, was Peter uh, Spider-Man jumping through magic. More magic. Magic with a kick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, everybody... I didn't even got... notice in the first... My first viewing... 
um, that that entire battle plan centered around don't let him close his hand. Yeah, exactly. Which is cool. The to activate the, the gauntlet. The uh, and, Stark technology that he would throw into his palm to keep him from closing his fist. Yeah. Not shit, man. Oh god, the oh I forgot the the line before the battle when they're making the plans and all the the the, the well first when Thor and is with them and they ask if Kevin Bacon is on the Avengers. <laughs> like I don't know, I haven't been there in a few years. Yeah. <laughs> and then later where they're talking about where he's like like in Footloose and he's like, Yeah, is that so the greatest movie in like ever? He's like, It never was. <laughs> and Peter's face is just so hurt. <laughs> That's the thing about it, is like there's still there's still so much to do that yeah, the, yeah, yes, of course they have to save the day and shit's gotta be better, but like, you know, Quill still has to meet Captain America. Like, like Quill has to go back to Earth. Right. Before this is over. Yeah. Like he, he has to go back home and see this. And like, you know, and, and we need that splash page moment where fucking everyone's there. Everyone all taking on Thanos. Like, like that that that's that's the fucking that's And the- you know, speaking of everyone, I had said that I would be disappointed if the defenders weren't in this. And I admit, I am. I was not disappointed, but I nope. still would have liked to have seen them there. But the I, movie was complete on its own. I would like to see them, but I'm fine without them, I guess. But I, the character I really want to see back is is Coulson with them. Like I, he has history with them. I would really like. I I doubt it'll happen at this point. I know he's going to be in Captain Marvel, but that's set in the '90s. I, I would just like to see Coulson show up. I think they 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 didn't do a thing in this movie. Where it made sense for them to be in it, sure. Like, because like, the giant globe-spanning battle, I think we thought we were going to see, didn't happen. Well, like, right. the big they could have placed in Wakanda. They could have shown New York for a little bit, but not in fucking Murdoch's hood. So they... I'm kind of wholly willing to let it slide. They could have yeah. shown the Defenders and even Agents of Shield in a fucking cutaway, and half of them turn into dust. Yeah, if, if you really wanted to, but I don't think that I was necessary. Love, so we know that there's bad blood between the movies and the TV, and I love that the movie <laughs> people were like, "Hey, TV folk, half of your people are dead." <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think since we didn't see it in this, we'll likely see it in one of the upcoming seasons for either Maybe. either the Netflix shows or. Agents of Shield or fucking Cloak and Dagger or Runaways. Yeah, I, either Cloak or Dagger has to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's then, assuming that like it, it all depends on how much time passes between this. Also, yeah. I mean, like if if, if they kind of if they wrap it up over the next couple of weeks, then you don't have to see that. I saw one report that they like a rumor that they were saying five years pass in between this and the beginning of the next movie. Get the oh, fuck shit. out of here. Now, that now, would be nuts. But see, the thing is, there's also the component of time travel that seems to be uh, part of the next movie because they've shown set footage uh, or set pictures that look like they take place during the Battle of New York in Avengers 1. And um, like, oh, fuck. Is, Holy shit, they're going to go back to every movie. <laughs> actually, no, that they can just that would actually be really cool. They could cool. just go back to the Battle of New York and that would be enough. But like I don't know, you know, they, they haven't obviously revealed what's going to happen, but there's clear pictures of like of 
Chris Evans in his Avengers one uniform. Yeah. And um, though Ant Man is there, and Ant Man, like Paul Rudd, Art, Robert Downey Jr., and Chris Evans all have like a device on them that looks huh. maybe like connected to the time travel. God damn it! Where did you find this? Oh, this I, has been out for months. Oh yeah, it's it's been. I must out, have. Yeah, I must have just been avoiding it. Yeah, I must have just been avoiding it. Holy shit! But yeah, so like that's a thought. So really, they could start the movie, and ten years could have passed if they want. If they end up going back in time and undoing stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's the one thing that I saw that is kind of a valid uh, thing is that like, okay, we know Spider Man's coming out in July, for sure. Like, Spider Man's air quote dead. So how is Sony going to market this movie? <laughs> when it doesn't come back until two months before this comes out. Like that's that's interesting because normally a trailer would have come out before, like in that time period. Are they just not going to do anything? It's so they're they're so good at this, you guys. Like yeah. they're great at what they're doing. These guys are at the they're top of their fine. fucking game. Oh God! In when Thor showed up in Wakanda. Oh, I, so I was, we were on a cruise, a Disney cruise. So they premiered the movie on the cruise. And when Thor showed up in Wakanda, the people on that boat went absolutely berserk. <laughs> and I was like, everyone needs to relax. But then also I was like, ah! <laughs> I think that might've gotten the biggest reaction of anything in any of my showings that that's typically the one that was like, everybody was flipping their shit. Yeah, and just you know him unleashing his power, banner. You're, you, know, you guys are so screwed now, and then or just screw, bring me Thanos. In that's me. one of those things where like you see it and you're like, oh man, that's so cool. But then if you think about the other characters, like they haven't seen Thor in years. Yeah. He doesn't have his hair. His hammer is different. Yeah, oh, like, that, I love. Like, what the fuck? Like, they they had, an, they had an they had an element that raccoon with you like. They had an element of the fish out of water stuff with Banner, who's getting to Earth and being like, "Hey, what the fuck has happened? You guys aren't talking <laughs> yeah, anymore." Tony lost another superbot. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys see That's- the uh, link I just sent you in the Hangouts chat of onset Avengers Four photos? See it now. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, the but like the little stuff like that about the. the- <laughs> Uh, the catching up at the beginning of like with Banner that I love. It's those little like I I'm like a I'm a weird kind of like continuity nerd where I love references, callbacks, you know, using the continuity. I'm not like a slave to it because I love Power Rangers and their continuities like Swiss cheese. But it's just so cool when they use the crap they've established and they do it um, so fucking much in this. I know so much like but like. I love the inner, like you were talking about the, you know, the, the hair is different and everything in that, in that conversation between Steve and, and Thor, like, you know, you cut your hair. Oh, I see you copied my beard. And then I love the, the by the way, this is my friend tree. Since he speaks Groot, like whatever that language, it is was called. an elective on Asgard. <laughs> like, his, his name might be tree. I don't know. <laughs> Groot yeah, like, is the, the Groot for tree so because we've been watching Thor doing this Thor shit the whole movie. Like all anyone else is just hoping that maybe Thor is alive. Yeah, you know, 
they, they haven't they don't know what the fuck he's ah, that's so good oh that's it's, crazy we say it yeah. time and time again when you compare you know this shit to the fucking fantastic four movie or the those fucking dc movies like you know every second of this movie that everyone involved gives a shit like they really give a shit and so that's why you get these amazing fucking stories I my one of my f- absolute favorite things in this movie, absolute top like three, is the red fucking skull. Oh, right! I got like, him on my list. They didn't have to do that, you know. It, it's been like a, a dangling plot thread, but like really, if they had just gone, he got beamed away, and like that's it. You can deal with that. Seven years, and we fucking see what happens to. Like, and it kind of makes sense. It makes like, perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, he got like he got sh- like shot into the, the he had the tesseract space stone. He got shot onto another planet. Shit happened, and now he's the guardian. The, you know, the stonekeeper. This whole for this for fucking the, not the Yoda. I also really enjoyed that all of the theories of where the soul stone would be. They were like just on some random planet. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta okay. kill. You gotta kill sure. Gamora. I was thinking that the Soul Stone was in Gamora because, you know, they set it up in the beginning where Gamora's like, hey, if Thanos gets a hold of me, you got to fucking, you got to, you got to put me down. So Gamora was the key to the Soul Stone no matter what, but I just thought it was like she had it up her butt or some shit. (laughs) I'm glad that Pete, like, uh, Peter, like, actually attempted to shoot her. I mean, you knew that Thanos was going to do what he did. Bubbles? I didn't know he was going to do bubbles, but you knew he was going to stop it. But I'm glad that they didn't, like, chick it out and be like, oh, he can't shoot her. I'm like, I'm glad he, like, tried. Yeah. There were two times where bubbles came out of Quill's gun, and then there was bubbles one more time. Uh, When Gamora tried to stab herself. Yeah. (laughs) Bubbles. Thanos loves bubbles, man. I've seen little things. I like whenever he, when he uses the gauntlet, like, the right gem glows, which is fucking cool. Yes. That's really cool. And that, like when he's using like two in conjunction with each they other both and they're both glowing. So dope. And I one of the other criticism I've seen of the movie that kind of pisses me off is that people complaining about how they would have won if not for Star-Lord losing a shit and hitting, you know, Thanos. Which is true he did do that. People were saying, "Oh, that's out of character." Did they not see Volume 2, Guardians Volume 2? Like when Ego reveals that he put the tumor in his mother's uh, head. He loses his shit yeah. immediately. And obviously, since Guardians Two, him and Gamora have become uh, an official thing to the point where she tells Quill as she's dying or as she's uh, being held by Thanos that she loves him. Yeah, I mean, when your long-term booty call dies, I love that. You're gonna. <laughs> The person who killed her. But also, like, Doctor Strange knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Like, well, it, like, he was it, also the only one that didn't, like, try and... He wasn't... He was only... I don't know if this was intentional or not, but when they're doing that and he's, you know, holding... Uh, they're all holding Thanos. He's the only one that isn't, like, speaking or trying to do anything else other than hold Thanos. Like, I don't know if that was intentional or if they just didn't want to put a line in there. But. Like, not even like, hey, uh, Star-Lord, uh, why don't you chill out? Or, <laughs> like, uh, fucking move him away 
for a second. Good, He's like, yeah, just do your thing, I'm homie. I'm kind of hoping that at some point, well, in the next few weeks, we'll get the announcement that, uh, just kidding, Avengers 4 comes out in August. <laughs> I, I really wish it was coming out in, like, November. It's, it's ready. It's going to be a long wait. Like, is, this is the this is maybe the hardest wait I think I'll ever have for a movie. It's a, it's it's tough. Yeah, but, but uh, you gotta no, think. Oh, also, quick, before we kind of wrap things up, fucking got a little Captain Marvel at the end. That's right, pretty great. Right between yeah. now and the next Avengers movie, we've got Ant Man and Wasp and Captain Marvel, and they're gonna do some sort of event between now and then, like they did back when they announced Civil War. Oh, I can't wait. Either I'm so excited for that event. Either between now and then or right after Avengers 4. Yep. Probably that right after Avengers 4. When they announced 4. Civil War and all, you know, uh, Infinity War, like all the various movies that were coming out was amazing. And, and they're not I'm doing... probably, like, right behind Avengers 4, that's the thing I'm most excited about. <laughs> I, I, I could see them trolling people and and everything. All the they have a bunch of fake uh, release date announcements, and they're all just like Thanos movies. I mean, they did it in the in that first event Serpent, when they Serpent came Society. Out. The first movie they announced was Captain America: Serpent Society. <laughs> oh, that's and then right. They let yeah. it stand for like twenty five minutes before they were like, ah, "No, it's called Civil War." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But uh, one thing I'll say about Captain Marvel is because like th- this this post credits is very much like the Avengers one post credits, where like there's half the crowd is like oh fuck that's Thanos, yeah. other half the crowd is like what the fuck is that, yeah. but this time it's more like twenty percent of the crowd is like oh shit yes Captain Marvel and it, it took me a second and like but there's like one of the dudes in the second show was like. Hey, yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, Captain Marvel, look it up. <laughs> and then it would, that was, it's almost one of the things I didn't enjoy because that first showing of it ended and you're just trying to sit there and process it. And everyone in the theater is like, what did that mean? Hey, what was that? What, what are those colors? And it's just like, shut up. Everybody shut up. <laughs> but then like, um, I also like, Really shitty thing uh, walking out, and there's like this kind of, there's a family standing around, and like you know, and the, the, the mom, I guess, has got her phone out. And as I'm walking by, she just goes, Wait, this is the mom, mind you. She goes, Wait, Captain Marvel's a girl. Oh, god, come on! <laughs> oh my god, come on. she can't drain threes. She's <laughs> not gonna fight Thanos. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Good. Yeah, the I, problem, lady. I didn't get it entirely until it it showed the red and blue. Like they showed the little starburst. Oh, sure, yeah. They showed the little starburst logo. I'm like, what? And then red and blue. I'm like, ah. I also love the notion that all this time, like both Tony Stark and Nick Fury have on them at all times, like their shitty old antiquated communication technology. <laughs> Just that, in case. That was yeah. one thing that I thought was kind of interesting. Like, Tony was jogging when uh, Doctor Strange came and got him, and he's like, he just carries the cell phone. Yeah. That Why wouldn't he? Around. Like, of course I he loved the, just how indignant he was. That he was just like, it's a fucking flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I'm very curious to. I, I, I'm very excited to see Captain Marvel and kind of the explanation of like, what? Like, obviously she's been in space, but yeah, like, bitch, where you been? What you doing? Yeah, like, where? Like, why Fury has never called her? Like, I mean, yeah. to be fair, well, I, a lot of the things that happened that he would call her for, like the other Avengers events, happened in relatively short amount of time. Yeah, and so, he very well could have called her in Avengers one, and she just was, you know. Not there in the thirty right. minutes it yeah. took him to resolve it. Yeah, My brother like at one point was like, "You know, this battle in Wakanda is all well and good, but how come not a single like country sent any sort of military aid?" And I said uh, two things: <laughs> aliens invaded an African nation. Which country <laughs> do you think would scramble their jets? <laughs> uh, and two, the whole thing only took like twenty minutes. And like, right. Maria Hill who is arguably the most connected military person on the planet, found out that there was something going on in Wakanda at the point Thanos snapped his fingers. Yeah, when it was already over. Right. Yeah. It's great. It's fucking great. It's going to be a long, long year to wait. But we got fucking... uh... We got Ant-Man coming out. We got uh, Luke Cage in the Netflix soons. We got Marvel shit. Yeah, I still got... uh... Punisher and Jessica Jones season two to watch. We've got two, maybe three Jessica Joneses left. Uh, not to go too far off of it because we're kind of wrapping things up, but Jessica Jones season two is great. Uh, it's very different. I like it because it's more or less her just like trying to solve like a single mystery over the course of the thing. It's like real PI shit. It's cool. Good stuff. I've been wanting to watch that. I held off because my girlfriend wanted to watch jessica jones season one by herself again to remind to remember everything and then we were supposed to sit down and watch season two together she then proceeded to watch season two without telling me until she was almost done with it dick move so i have not seen season two yet dick well, move. there you go now you know next time to just watch it without her yep. <laughs> yeah, <listen to> learn. <laughs> it's not gonna last though michael she can't be trusted <laughs> I don't. I don't think there's any problem. I think the problem was making the agreement to sit down and watch it together. You just sit down and watch it together for your second viewing. <laughs> too good. My boy's too pure to do that kind of shady shit. I was, I was trying. I was trying to be, you know, a gentleman. Make about good, it. Mahoney. No, no. This is, he tried it. He tried it, and look what happened. Yeah, Less yeah that's what you get. Nope. Never again. <laughs> Oh man! Anybody anything else to say before we wrap this up? Because did uh, Wanda have Captain America was barely in it? Yeah, and yet that scene where he grabbed onto Thanos's fingers that they showed in that trailer and stopped his hand from moving is like I will never forget that scene. No? That will stay like, with me the rest of my life. And he just like, looked amazing. He did. Yeah. Like Cap is my favorite Avenger, and even though he had a like smaller role in this movie overall. Everybody felt like they had a moment or a purpose or like sure it didn't matter like I felt that they handled it well like some people took uh, you know a, a lead and others didn't but you know I've seen a lot of people complain they're like oh it's obvious that uh, you know Marvel and Disney didn't know what they had in Black Panther because you know Black Panther didn't have the largest role and they killed him at the end and they you know that's a big bad move I'm like I wouldn't want the popularity of a character necessarily dictating I mean it happens a little yeah bit. yeah but but like dictating the story like this is the story they wanted to tell like I don't want to just shoehorn T'Challa in more just because his movie was popular yeah um on that point Okoye is that how you say your name yes yep. 
Okoye, continues to steal every scene she's in. And that just... point when Scarlet Witch comes down from the tower and yes. smashes up those little buzzsaw machines, and Okoye just goes, why was she up there the whole time? <laughs> like, that was so great. I fucking love Okoye so much, and he has the best facial expressions, like, yep. ever. She's phenomenal. And that I love that line that you said, and I love just the little fight between her... Uh, with her and Black Widow and Scarlet Witch yep. against Proxima Midnight. I have a, a shirt that I bought that came out before Infinity War, but it's um, done in the Powerpuff Girls style, kind of through Ripped, I think. And it was uh, Gamora, um, Black Widow, and Scarlet Witch. And I really wish it was a Koi instead of <laughs> Gamora. But she was great. It will be next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very curious to see how the solo movies will play now. Just, you know, okay, so after Avengers 1, everybody was like, oh, going back to the solo movies, they're not going to be as much fun. You know, you know, we've seen it, you know. And I didn't really feel like that at the time because, you know, it was exciting to see the next chapters. And while I'm super, super excited for the next, you know, for Ammon and the Lost and stuff, it's just a little bit like everybody in the movie now. I don't I, I want to see everybody like forever in every movie. <laughs> I like yeah. that it's, uh, it's special when they all get together. Yeah. Like, and yeah. It, it's like just like comic books. You got your big yeah. events and then you got your solo books that might get this, canceled. This truly felt like an event comic come to life. It like really 100%. Did. Except like it felt like an event comic, but the first event comic that has been done correctly in probably 30 years. <laughs> and it's also sad that with a year wait between the next part kind of on par with a lot of the release schedules of event comics yeah they have delay after delay it's good stuff it's good yeah. stuff uh in uh, avengers 4 is going to be delayed because uh, uh they're still drawing it drawing it man that was a thing that stuck out um I mean, it's always there, but just especially this time, just the seemingly never-ending crawl of like artists, yeah, and stunt people, stuff like. There's so yeah. many just fucking huge, hands in this thing. huge like, really blocks shows. of text. Yeah, I really. One other thing I want to say: I really, 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 once the next part comes out, want to know exactly what the actors thought they were filming at times because they have uh, numerous ones have gone on record as saying they had no idea what exactly was going to be happening yeah like i've been watching a bunch of interviews with the cast and tom holland was given a script that was 90 percent redacted because (laughs) that motherfucker (laughs) is uh, there's a clip that's going around of benedict cumberbatch and tom holland doing interviews and benedict cumberbatch has to keep shutting tom holland up (laughs) because he keeps uh telling love that dude story bites he's so excited the other one that came out today was a year ago (laughs) um mark ruffalo was doing press for thor ragnarok (laughs) And somebody, they asked him, like, they're like, so how does the Hulk find himself hanging out with Thor? And he's like, oh, we meet in space, and then we have to go save Asgard. And they're like, do you save Asgard? And he's like, uh, I mean, I probably shouldn't say, but, like, it really doesn't go very well. And, like, you should see this next movie, Everyone Dies. <laughs> and John Cheadle is like, dude, shut up. 
And it like didn't register a year ago. Everybody just thought he was, you know, being facetious. That's Mark like, Ruffalo. Oh, Mark Ruffalo a year ago told us the end to Infinity War. That's so great. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo also Instagram lived the first twenty minutes of the Thor Ragnarok premiere. <laughs> and he had That's his awful. phone in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Did Wanda have an accent or no? So I don't think she had an accent in this one. Here's my take on the accent. She has been living as a fugitive for however long and maybe purposefully trying to lose it as part of that. But also, that accent sucked and I don't care why it went away. It was awful. <laughs> and I don't miss it. It was bad. It was bad in Age of Ultron. It was okay. It was okay in Age of Ultron. In yeah. Civil War, it was still there, but I don't think it was a, a sore thumb. And I yeah. don't, I don't remember it not being an Infinity War. So I guess maybe if it wasn't such a great accent in the first place, maybe I didn't notice it anymore, and I was right. fine with it. I, I've seen it six times, and I can't. Re- my brain remembers it both ways. <laughs> I remember it being there. I remember it not. And I don't know if it just wasn't. And my brain just auto-corrected and be like, well, she's supposed to have an accent, so she has it. There was a point where, remember the the Iron Man animated series from, like, 94? Yes. Sure. So, obviously, the giant awesome West Coast Iron Man, Man suit growing up. Scarlet Witch was a huge character in that. Sure. When that cartoon came out and she had an accent, I was like... What the fuck? <laughs> completely shocked. Because never once in the hundreds of issues I'd read with her had I ever inserted an accent in my head. I got the same thing when they did that uh, that Spider-Woman motion comic thing. And, like, Spider-Woman's British. I'm like, yeah, she sure the it fuck did. is. I know that. But never <laughs> one time that I read her with a British accent. <laughs> I, I'm learning that right now. Yeah. I know she's British, but I just... Uh, elected to ignore it. Like, I'm like, fuck it. She doesn't have a British accent. No, nope, I don't want that. It's kind of like Halle Berry's accent in the first X-Men. It's there. I kind of like the idea know. of Spider-Woman just jumping around and be like, Oi! <laughs> <laughs> Thwip, governor! Super cockney. <laughs> All right. Let's take it home. Yeah. Real fucking good, guys. Really good. Like, uh, a a moment, like, we're leaving for the movie, and I'm fucking jazzed. I am skipping along, I got a smile on my face, and I say to Mary, with no irony, I was like, I'm so excited, like, this is, this is one of the greatest moments of our lives, like, this is a touchstone in, in our culture, in our history, and she kind of gave me, like, a, and, and I'm like, no, like, seriously, like, this is... And it, and it, I feel like it lived up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then when the movie was over, I legit had to go get a burger and stress eat because it <laughs> fucking wrecked my fucking spirit. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. There's going to be a drive-thru open somewhere. Give me a shitty burger. It was and a then good I choice. a little bit better. Good stuff. All right. We'll be back next week. We'll do more football. We'll do more regularly scheduled stuff. And we'll probably talk about Avengers some more because yeah. we're going to have takes. Yes. Maybe, Let's be maybe. real. We're going to be talking about Avengers for a while. <laughs> for probably a year and a half. Next it's, week. It's one of those. Next week, we're going to do the top six Avengers Infinity War stories on CBR. 
<laughs> like, uh, you want to know where Groove got his video game from? Uh, come back and check it out. <laughs> you know? Uh, one last thing. The fact that Thor's hammer, the handle, is Groot's arm, pretty cool. Okay. That. So does this mean that uh, Groot is worthy? Uh, Ooh, good question. Well, no, is there a worthy clause on this new hammer? Is there? I don't, I don't think, think so. Because so. in the first you the fucking Bifrost, which is dope. Well, yeah. in the first movie, in the first Thor movie, that that was cool as hell. But in the first Thor movie, you see Odin put the enchantment sure on it. So I don't think in this universe it was even there before that moment. And yeah, it's like presumably before the first Thor movie, you didn't have to be worthy. Yeah. Is that to keep that shit on lock? But yeah, still awesome scene. So good. So yeah, so email us, popcast at penalsonpages.com. Let us know what the fuck you thought about it. Uh, leave us a voicemail, 616 951 1 pop. And we'll be back next week. Doing the nonsense all over again. Even and Peter I'm- Dinklage couldn't ruin that movie. Not even. <laughs> try. try his best. <laughs> My hands belong to him. <laughs> Hold open the eyes, boy! <laughs> <laughs> like, boy, he's 15,000 years old. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, we're back uh, next week. Uh, YouTube.com slash panels on pages for Jason Nyes, uh, Jose Guzman, Kelly Harris, Don Michael Dugan, a good buddy, Dan Honey. We'll talk to you guys next week. Night. Love you. Bye bye. One.
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.